Denver Sports Station 1043 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. All right. Oh, I need that right now. I, did, I forgot. Late totally night, forgot. Late night last night. Good double header, but woo. So nice. A little to late. Be able to flick back and forth on regular television mm-hmm. and watch both the Nugs and the Abs. It was nice, wasn't it? Yeah. Very simple. Really easy. So, uh, like a lot of you, little little groggy this morning. That's mm-hmm. all right. We're all in it together. So uh, here we go. Turn it up. Go ahead. Let it breathe. Because uh, you know what that means? It means it's a Friday. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you, you, you make one mistake, Rogue, and it it sticks with you. Uh, already a text waiting for you. Tony from Castle Rock, don't let Rogue screw this up. No, she's on it. She's now. on it, folks. Don't worry it. about it. Calm that down, was, Tony. Yeah, calm, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> there Relax, you go. Tony. 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 Can we have one of those days? Yes. <laughs> what do you say? Like, are we all, are we all in agreement? Let's, all of us, right? You, right. me, Sid, texters, listeners, let's just have one of those days. All right, let's have some fun today. Uh, as uh, Well, we should be in a good mood, as uh, both the Avalanche and Nuggets won last night. Sean Payton is des- uh, desperately trying to fall into love, apparently. So we got a-, a lot to talk about. It is an Is It Just Me Friday where we give you a chance to just, well, get everything off your chest that has built up over the course of the week. Stuff you've listened to, read, watched, talked about, and you just want to share it with us before you head off into the weekend. Send it in on the Rommelslot.com text line, 303 Give it to us in the form of, is it just me? And it can be, uh, well, we want opinions, we want humor, we want snark. And uh, there you go. Is it just me? Or I guess we can't just focus on Jamal Murray's tips. Mr. Tibbs. Tibbs. Mr. Tibbs. Call him Mr. Tibbs. Uh, apparently, got to worry about the ankle now. I know. I know. Not good. Although, I thought it was, I thought, if that's a playoff game, he's back in. Okay. I, it just didn't. I saw it. I know how it hurts. I know how it feels. I saw him walk off. I'm like, no, if that was, if that was play, he'd be back in. But, but coupled with the Tibbs, the fact that he is Mr. Tibbs, and then he got the ankle, you know, because the Tib, the ankle bone is connected to the Tib bone. Everybody knows that. That's right. Sing the song. Right. I mean, everybody can, the, the knee bone, then it goes to the knee bone, which goes right up to your hip bone, then your back bone. And then right up to your neck bone. <laughs> so, Mr. Tibbs is going to be fine. I just, that's my, that's my medical opinion. Well, you my are. My medical opinion. You are a bit of an authority, right. so. He would have come back had that been a playoff game. Okay. So, this isn't the dreaded high ankle sprain that no, can no, 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 linger no. for weeks. No, that was a very low ankle sprain. Okay. Right there is a difference. The, oh, yeah. Right down there at the bottom. And, uh. Uh, Mr. Tibbs is going to be fine. Okay. Well, the Nuggets continue to play uh, really well. And Michael Malone was really, you could tell he was really happy with this win because the way that they had won coming out of the All-Star break, high up-tempo games, ball mm-hmm. was flying, lots of assists, and 
high percentage shots. He said this was a playoff game. This was a bit of a grind. Miami will will drag the game right. down into the mud. They did, and we adjusted. Yeah, and he was happy about that. I, I well, you know what was interesting for me watching them that second period, um, second quarter. They they could and there was a lid on the basket. I mean, you had the Joker miss about six bunnies. Like I'm not saying that they were super easy shots, but you know those eight foot shots that he always finds a way to. Maybe it's a hook shot, or you know, it's just unbelievable footwork, and he banks one off. Man, it, there was it was just close. There was a lid on the basket for the Nuggets in that second quarter, and yet they cut. You know, they come out of that. Um, they can't make a shot. They they get outscored like thirty one twenty in that quarter, and you look at it and you say. That's just one of those nights where you're going to have to grind and find a way to win. And then you lose Murray in that second quarter. And, you know, you put, you got to play a lot of bench players because early in that second quarter, um, Jokic got his second foul. So the the bench played a lot. That's one of those that's one of those games that I think you look back on when you're making your playoff run and say, hey, this game helped us. Yeah. Christian Brown played a lot. Jackson played a lot. Um, Najee played a lot. Like, there are a lot of different guys they contributed and got a big minutes uh, last night. So I, th- I think it's one of those like one of those kind of just gritty mm-hmm. performances that you learn some stuff about your team. It's a good reminder about how you're, you're at times going to have to win ugly and mm-hmm. grind it out, and they did, and so that will serve them well. Meanwhile, the Avalanche just uh, laying it on a, a hapless Chicago team, taking care of business, going in there. Plenty of confidence. Guys padding stats. Nathan McKinnon going over 100 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, on pace for, I believe they posted, was it 133 he's on post? He had a, he had a career-high 111 last year. He's on pace for like 133 or some insane number like that. But uh, one week to go until the trade deadline. We are T-minus one week until the trade deadline. We've been talking about goaltending as something. Yeah. But... Got an inanin. Use this inanin. I'm. Go, uh, do, you, do you need to no, go, go get back. a goalie right now Man, with the way was, he's playing? He was great last night. He was great that overtime loss on what was that on Saturday? Maybe that he played. He was great in that. I watched that game. I was in L.A., but we were we we had gotten home, and so from the baseball, and I got to watch that game, and he was great in that game. So maybe that was Friday. I don't know. But whatever the last game we played in, they lost in overtime. Um, I think that was the Detroit game, right? That yes. he played in? Yes. But he yes. was great in that yes. game. So the last couple of games, dude's been on point. And when the Az won the cup, they, they had a young backup goalie in Pavel Francos. I could still see the Avs looking at it as, hey, we, we like Annan. He's a, he's a, a, a really good uh, prospect. He's only 23 years old, but you know, in case in a pinch that we need to turn to a backup goaltender, might we might we want a little bit more of a veteran presence? I, I still that'll be an issue. I'm wondering what the conversations Our are goalies, like. Goalies feel like quarterbacks to me, though. How so? Like like you you almost pamper them a little bit. Like oh, we don't want we don't want. Well, for George, you looking over his oh, shoulder. I see what you're we saying. Don't want, you know, you know what I'm saying. I see what you're saying. So sometimes you can bring in a veteran quarterback for a guy who's a, you know, like a a young starter, and a guy that's had a lot of success as a veteran, 
and you can get worried about, oh, you know, that guy makes a couple, my, my guy, my young guy, he's going to go through some growing pains, and when he goes through some growing pains, he's going to lose some confidence because you got, you know, you've got, I don't know, a big, big time, you know, big yeah. time backup. Well, they're, they're, they're a little bit mentally, they're a little I bit get that. fragile. I get that. Quarterbacks are fragile mentally. I get that. So you think goalies are like that they're, too? They're a little fragile. Their <laughs> psyche's a little fragile. Well, it, 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 it must be because anytime they give up a goal, they go right for that water. Oh my gosh. They just douse themselves yes. in the water. They're just, just like, oh man. It's like a scene right out of, uh, right out of Flashdance. Yeah. Man. Right, just pour that water on me. I would not sit have, on this chair and just douse me in water. I would not have given up that goal if I was. I'm a maniac, maniac in the goal. <laughs> we and are. I'm goaling like I've never goaled before. Oh, it's gonna be one of those days. <laughs> wow. Awesome, love it, love it, love it. We are off and rolling on a, a Friday, and is it just me? A Friday, and I guess Sean Payton meant it when he said he was gonna give himself a chance to fall in love. Wow. How about all these uh, quarterback meetings? That's next. Ever since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my hiding spots. Ha! Found ya. How? That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Now through March 21st, get started with 200 megabit internet for $25 a month for two years with no annual contract and get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless plan auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and Wi-Fi equipment. Actual speeds vary. Denver Sports Station, 1043 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans. Happy Friday, everybody. It's an Is It Just Me Friday. Give you a chance to uh, get those hot sports opinions off your chest. Let's jump right into it. On the Rommelslaw.com text line, 303-713-1043 from Justin. Is it just me or was that glorious last night? Watching the Avs and Nuggets on national TV back and forth, and they both win. That was great. Yes, it was, Justin. It is not just you. No, I, I mean, that was big time for me last night. Just bouncing back and forth. Is it just me, or is Michael Porter Jr. going to prove the doubters wrong, including myself, over this next couple of weeks without Jamal? Dude's been playing great since the All-Star break. Well, we don't know how long Jamal's going to be out. Let's not fearmonger there, Texter. Yeah. That he's going to be out for... He, there's a possibility he might play in the next game. That this was a, a much more precautionary than anything. But, uh, to your point about MPJ, he was terrific last night. What I liked about his performance is there have been games... This year, where one of the other starters, one of their their big three, is having a, an off night, or Jamal is out with an injury, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, this is an opportunity for you to really go out and kind of grab control of the game right. and be more assertive, be more aggressive, look for your shot more. And there have been too many games that it's been kind of disappointing. You didn't take that. Yeah. That invitation. Last night he did. He was terrific. Last night he was like uh, Dead Poet Society. Okay. Uh, well, Carpe I'll... diem. Okay. Seize the day. Seize the day. He was great. You know, right off the bat, like early in the first, early in the first quarter, man. He, I mean, he was out there on three point line. Bam, drove it. Got in. Got some rebounds. Got a couple of steal. I, I thought he was really good last night. Now. Can you have that kind of impact? You know, you've got to pick your spots sometimes based upon how the rest of the team is rolling. But, man, if that guy could be clutch, 
if that guy could be one of those dudes that when, like you said, when one of the big three is not having the greatest of nights, that he can fill in the gap, that would be that would be tremendous. But he was last night. He was good. He was active. He was on both sides of the court. I thought he was. Uh, I thought he played one of the better games I've seen him play. Agreed. From uh, Matt, not of Lakewood. Matt from Land of Lakewood. Land of Lakewood. Land of Lakewood. Is it just me or hearing Chris Ironman Bryant whine about being on a bad team? Makes me want to vomit in my mouth a little. Hold that thought because I did want to get to that in the morning brew. But yeah, in case you uh, missed what Chris Bryant had to say in a interview, yes, it may make you want to do that. It made me want to do that. I did not hear. I did not hear Ironman. Well, when you're carrying the weight of the franchise, there's a lot. I mean, your back gets tight. Calf might cramp up. Some of the most tone-deaf comments I've heard in a long time. Let's just oh leave it gosh. at that. So, Sean Payton admitted that he was uh, willing to fall in love, looking to fall in love with a quarterback prospect. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Well, he's certainly given him, uh, himself a chance to do that with the speed-dating version at the Combine. Our Andrew Mason reporting that the Broncos are known to have met with Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, Drake May, J.J. McCarthy, Bo Nix, Michael Penix Jr., and Tulane quarterback Michael Pratt. As Mace points out, you're allowed 45 formal interviews. Seven of them are at QB. That says it all. So he's he's certainly you know giving himself an opportunity to be blown away whether it be with guys that maybe you don't have to move to pick or guys that you have to move way up and probably give up the next two drafts to get. But he's giving himself an opportunity to fall in love. It's good. By the way, you know, when it comes to the interview process, like it's nice to sit down with a lot of guys. But what are the positions where it's imperative that you sit down with all the guys? Ooh. Uh, it sounds, are you asking a rhetorical question? Go oh, ahead and answer. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, no, I'm asking you. Asking what? me. I don't, uh, of course, quarterback, because you're you're trying to measure intangibles probably more with a quarterback than you are mm-hmm. probably any other position player, right? That, and you're trying to get a level of the intelligence, the football acumen of the football intelligence that that guy has. You're trying to get a sense of his leadership capabilities. You know, what his goal, like, you, you really want to dig deep into those guys, so that's probably the most valuable position. But what other positions would you say, I got to sit down with these guys? I got to kind of get, I got to get a feel of who they are. Okay, I think, I think you're fishing for a compliment here. So I would say the positions that probably require high IQ. So offensive line. Correct. That would be the next one. <laughs> See, you're so predictable. That's the next one. You're so predictable. So, but I'm, no, what I'm saying is... I did is, all my work for you. What, what, I'm, what I'm saying is seven sitting with seven quarterbacks, does that, that, that doesn't... That's not an indication of anything other than being smart about your business. You don't have to sit down with D. Lyman. They're dumb. <laughs> right? Not a whole... No, not a whole lot to learn there, huh? No, you're like, like, you know, <laughs> Farad, you know. <laughs> That's it, huh? Yeah. So you're not, not really asking him to draw up a 
complicated offensive schemes on the whiteboard and yeah, tell me how you're going to attack it, huh? Say, okay, line up in a two technique. Where would you line up? Two. Ah, three technique. Two I. One. Ah. You know, I mean, it's not, uh, it's not rocket science. I hope. You couldn't hit water if you fell out of a boat. I hope that there are. Yeah. Any, so you don't have to meet with the, any ex-Broncos, uh, former NFL players list, listening right now who are defensive players. You don't have to lie. Right. You don't have to, you don't have to meet with the D linemen. Hey, those guys. Uh, let's see. Who else would you probably have to meet with? Um, safeties. Safeties. Okay. Want to meet with safeties. Safeties. Yep. And probably middle linebacker. Middle guys linebacker. have the dots. Yep. You know, that that's probably Tight end? Good. Tight end is probably number two. Oh, really? Ahead of the o- line. Why so high? Tight end has become, at least in a West Coast offense or in a Sean Payton offense, tight end has become probably the most versatile and the heaviest understanding position in football. Because, you know, you can play the Y, you can play the F, but you have to have the entirety of the route tree because now we move guys out, we open them up, they're in the slot, they're outside the numbers. There's a bunch of different things they're required to do. They're a a main motion and main switch, um, switch the strength of your formation, guys. So they have to play... Backside tight end, they have to play frontside tight end or H-back. They have to play the fullback position as well. They've got to motion and, and, and shift and do all those things. They probably have to have the second highest understanding rate of the offense. So I would like to sit down with those guys as well. Coming up, Morning Brew. Want to hear some uh, eye-rolling comments from uh, Chris Bryant? They're coming up next. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Well, I assume I speak for uh, all Nugget fans out there that uh, when Jamal Murray went down with a rolled ankle, the last thing we were thinking about was beating the Heat in a NBA Finals rematch. It was all about uh, Jamal and his ankle. Did not play the uh, second half, but uh, Michael Malone after the game saying it doesn't look like it's going to be too bad. One of the toughest guys I've ever been around. Mentally, physically, he can play through things that a lot of guys wouldn't even consider playing through. And so when Jamal realizes, hey, man, you know, we got 23 games to go. This is not feeling great right now. Um, I think it's, you know, it's great for him to realize being cautious right now is probably the, the really prudent decision. You made the observation, you've probably rolled your fair share of ankles over the years, that uh, this was a playoff game, he probably comes back and plays, but yeah, err on the side of caution. Yeah, I don't think he misses. He may go in the locker room because it's close to the uh, half, get retaped up, you know, work on it a little bit. He'd have been back out in the second, he'd be back out in the second half, so I don't, uh, you know, and they may rest him a little bit more just because of the Tibbs, Mr. Tibbs. <laughs> Yeah, that way they're doing dual rehab. They're yeah, tibias and ankles. Now. Right. But they're connected. Everybody knows ankle bone's connected to the tib bone. <laughs> so uh, they made a song about it. He only played, he, so he only ended up playing 14 minutes. Stepping up in his absence, uh, huge game for Michael Porter Jr. As you correctly pointed out, one of the best games he's played as a pro, I think, because uh, considering the circumstances, 30 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, two steals, two blocks. Terrific game from uh, MPJ. 
Uh, David's Caldwell Pope, by the way, who just is is really feeling it right now. He is in a nice, comfortable zone. Hit four threes. He had 18 points. So the Nuggets get a hard-fought 103-97 win uh, over the Heat. Undefeated now since the All-Star break. The Avalanche, meanwhile, take care of business on the road in Chicago. 5-0. A shutout for Eustace Ananen. His first career shutout. Jared Bednar, proud of him. But yeah, he he looked great again. Just looked confident, big in the net, and uh, really happy to see him have that, get that result tonight. And he's been putting in a lot of hard work, right? And his starts been getting better and better. Young guy coming into the league, and to be able to come in and do that, I think, is impressive. This is interesting because goaltending is. Uh, Something we've put on the, the to, to-do list for the Avs with the trade deadline coming up a week from now. But Annan is playing well. This wasn't just shutting out a bad hockey team. He's been playing better of late. But, Mark, he's only played in nine NHL games. That's it. Well, his last two starts have been tremendous. But he's only played in nine NHL games. And if you're talking about trying to win a Stanley Cup and, you know, he's your backup mm. in case something happens to Georgie... He's only played nine NHL games. No, I understand that. I understand that. But if if he continues to play well, I mean, how many more chances? You know, you, you're going to get chance. How can he only have played in nine? Well, remember you, you had uh, Prozvatov up uh, uh, as well earlier yeah. in the season. So they've they've got two young backup yeah. goalie prospects that they he's they play, like. He's playing well, and he'll get more opportunity down the road here because you know, you know how they baby. Goaltenders. No, 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 no. Uh, both Bednar and and, and Georgiev have, have let it be known that he's going to be getting the lion's share of the work down the stretch. Well, no, I know, but, you know. that he, As Bednar said, you know, there were times where goalies played, you know, 60-plus games in a season. Right. It could be done. You don't have to baby him that much. Well, they're going to baby him to a degree. I mean, they can't play, like, on... Back-to-back nights. It's too exhausting. <laughs> There's not enough water in Colorado to play on back-to-back uh, nights. Oh, you hot snot. So, yeah. Next on the Morning Brew, Broncos taking advantage of the 45 personal player interviews you can do at the Combine. And they have met with a bunch of quarterbacks, including uh the the big three Caleb Williams Jaden Daniels Drake May one of those guys are gonna go number one one will go number two and the other will probably go number three does uh does that surprise you that they're they're meeting with those quarterbacks that most folks seem to think are are out of their reach no not at all what if Drake may is that that dropper what if Drake may is what that if he's will Levis yeah what if he's will Levis the other thing you want to do is be able to eliminate a guy. Eliminate him through the questions you ask, through you may get a sense that, you know, you may get a sense that one of these guys doesn't really know football very well. Which has been the case with the you know, which has been the case with a lot of of guys that are that that are droppers. But just ugh, you know, we met with him, I didn't like his answers, that so, yeah, there's that. That happens where you will actually take a dude off your board. I've talked to a bunch of different teams. And I'm not going to mention names. Where 
they met after meeting with with a guy that that was a big prospect that was high on their list from an athletic tangible aspect. They sat down with the guy, multiple different positions, and just said, "This guy doesn't know enough for us to be comfortable taking him." You know where we sit in the first round, so we take them off our board. Next on the morning brew, <laughs> this guy, this guy, Chris Bryant, Iron Man himself, talking to the Athletic, regretting, sure, sure, sounding like regretting his decision to sign with the Rockies and take all their money. So he signed with the Rockies as the uh, recent baseball lockout ended. He said, quote, there were other teams interested, but I didn't want to wait around. It was a completely different situation for a lot of free agents at the time. I guess I didn't do as much research into the prospects as I could. You're not that guy, Pelt. Nobody else wanted to pay him. He went on to say in talking about playing for the Rockies, Uh quote, as a player, it's an easier spot to be in because you don't really have that outside pressure like the Dodgers are going to have. They invest a lot of money in good players, so they have to go out there and win. For us, we can be someone that nobody talks about. <laughs> wow. Ladies and gentlemen, your Colorado Rockies, the highest paid player on the Rockies. That's your guy right we, there. What? We don't have. What the heck? Dude, that is just such. I, I'm not even mad at Chris Bryant for that. I'm not mad at him. That is such an indictment on the organization. And the way the organization is run. Isn't it? Hey, man, we play for the Rockies. Happy to be here. It's great. Colorado, awesome. Mm -hmm. You don't have any pressure to win. People still show up. They're drinking beer. They're having fun. They're eating peanuts and hot dogs and Cracker Jacks. They don't care if we ever get a back crack. (laughs) As as somebody who played professional sports, you can can recognize these type type of things. Is it safe to say that playing for the Colorado Rockies is the most comfortable, stress-free environment in all of Major League Baseball. Yes. Absolutely. Great, great, least, great weather. Great place to live. Yeah, raise if, a family. No expectations. Right. If you're playing for the athletics, you're living. Oakland is, I mean, Oakland is a, it. it's awful. Awful. And the stadium is terrible. Stadium is terrible. Nobody shows up. Right, like it's right. it's all. It'd be miserable to play there. It's great to play here. Zero expectations. None. None. Stands are always full. We gotta change the lyrics to "Buy me some creep peanuts and cracker checks." I don't care. Like you know, if they ever crack the bat, because it's root, root, root for the Rockies or whoever they're playing. <laughs> You know, something of that nature. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> oh, my if goodness. If they don't win, it's expected. Because it's... <laughs> oh, jeez. Chris Bryant, everybody. Your franchise. The face of your franchise. Uh, That'll do it for the Morning Brew. Bring that to you each and every morning at 6.30. Up next, it is and is it just me Friday. Giving you a chance to get those hot sports opinions off your chest. We'll get to the best of the best next. You're listening to Clarence and Adams on Denver's Sports Station. One of on this is it just me friday is it just me or does mark singing sound like a cat in heat 
You had a good one <clears throat> earlier this week with the, uh, what was it, the knock on wood or oh, whatever Andy it was? Stewart, yeah. That was good. I don't know. But I good. think you got a little bit too full of yourself and... That last effort with "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" was no, one no, of your, I, well, was one of your worst. No, I didn't. I just don't have any lyrics made, you know. But for the Rockies, you start thinking about, you know, the fact that the ineptitude, the lack of, it's so easy to play here. There's no no pressure, none. John and Golden, guys, I have to admit, I am part of the problem. I can't stand baseball, but I love going to games for all the reasons Mark just laid out: beer, stadium, peanuts, hot dogs. I'm sorry for my contribution. Yeah. It is fun to go, though. Oh, of course. But yeah. I I feel like I feel like I have to make some sort of statement. There has to be I have to make some kind of stand about not endorsing what, what's going on over there. The total non commitment to trying to build a really good baseball team. So I'm not going to, like, not go to a baseball game because I do love baseball. I do love the experience. Mm. I want my—I mean, my son is actually one yeah, of those rare teenagers that actually loves baseball, so I'm not going to shut yeah, that the, down. If the Red Sox come to town, you and Brady are going to try to get tickets and go. Yeah, but even if they weren't coming to town, I'd still we'd still go to a couple yeah. games. But my, the point being, my stand is that if they were really good and competitive, I'd probably go to 10 to 15 games a year. Now it's just, like, one or two. Cause I got to make a stand. I got to make some sort of statement, and I hope other people would would follow me. But based on what's going on around here, you're not. Uh, I mean, but but you've not. gotten to the point that that I mean, you're there's so much apathy in regards to this franchise. Like you've just gotten to the you've come to the conclusion that they are who they are, and I'm okay with that. Because as a baseball fan, I'm going to go watch other really good teams come into Coors Field, and Coors Field is such an incredible experience, and the food is great, and the people are great, and the atmosphere is great, and... Beer is cold. The beer is cold, and the baseball, you know, on in the visitor's dugout is really good. <laughs> is it just me, or is Mark cracking on QBs and NHL goalies hypocritical when his son was a pitcher, the softest athletes on the planet, mentally and physically the weakest athletes in all of sports. Nah. Eh, he might have a point there. Not your son, but just pitchers in general. No. Oh, come on, Mark. These these guys are the most babied, well, babied athletes out there. Oh, you can't work more than five innings in a game. Oh, you need a whole month of spring training to get right, well, ramped up. Yeah, um, no, I under, I understand. I understand that physically they are pampered to a degree. Although, like throwing a baseball is really hard on a guy's body, obviously, and but mentally weak. I mean, I think you. I mean. I'd like to see you stand in the box against Billy Wagner. I'd like to see you stand in the box oh, no, against wait, Pedro Martinez. Wait, whoa, 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 like, there's a difference. No, no. These 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 guys you're talking about were gifted, gifted with thunderbolts on their right or left shoulder. Thunderbolts doesn't mean that they're physically or mentally tough. They were just gifted. 
No, of course they're mentally tough. You don't get to the major leagues throwing a baseball if you don't have mental toughness. Yeah, if you just got stuff. You got, no, you got overwhelming stuff. You do not get to the big leagues with overwhelming stuff. You don't get to the you don't get to you don't get to any professional you don't get to play professional sports if your stuff isn't overwhelming, but if you're if you don't have mental toughness. Do you know how hard it is? Like think about hitters. You got to deal with failure. There's no other sport in in there's no other sport where you deal with more failure than than baseball. And the and mentally, you know how tough you have to be. Well, yeah, but we're talking about pitchers. Not, I, I I agree with you about hitters, but but pitchers are they are babied physically, physically, and and me, but no. mentally they're they're baby too because it's like oh hey listen. We're not. We can't let you go through the lineup for the third time because. Well, that's anal- you know, that's analytics. Wow. That has nothing to do with the pitchers. That's stupidity. That's but they're ignorant. Not, you get you get to big leagues throwing a baseball. You have got some. You got some stuff about you. Let's just say yes. There are some pitchers out there that are incredibly tough and incredibly mentally tough. But there are some real, real pillow soft pitchers out there. I will pillow soft. I in in context in regards to other pitchers in big league baseball, just like there are guys that play professional football that are softer than butter. But they're still harder than anybody they're still harder than anybody walking the streets of Denver, Colorado. Uh, yeah, but I I think there are plenty of people out there listening right now said Give me all of a sudden a, a thunderbolt on my my right shoulder, and I'll I'll do a lot more with it than some of these well, clowns do. But that's what everybody thinks. Yeah, that's what everybody thinks. It's like it's like the, you know, it's like Mike Tyson. Everybody thinks that until you get punched in the mouth. Everybody thinks if they were, I've said this a million times. I'm going to piss a bunch of people off. But the reason you like, the reason that most don't play beyond high school is because they're not tough enough. That's the reality. It, it, the, the physicality, yeah, that, that slows you down. Or the, the lack of athleticism, yes, I, I get all that. But the biggest reason you don't make it is because you're just not tough enough to make it. And that's fact. And that's no cap. That is no cap. And even with sports that we actually equate a certain amount of toughness to, we still see plenty of examples of, of that as well. Need I remind you of one, Paxton Lynch. Oh. Oh. Ah. Feels good. Feels good. Feels good to get it done. Early in the show. You know. Got the Paxton Lynch smear campaign even done. Get, even when I get my... Even when I get bristly. Yeah. Even when I get bristly, because you start talking about toughness, and I start getting irritated. Uh-huh. We can always, get, we can always find common ground with Paxton. <laughs> exactly. Guy cried. Boy, he cried on the sideline. Six fifty, done. Aww. We got it done. We got it done. We don't have to worry about it. The Paxton Lynch smear campaign continues. We're now into our uh, second, uh, third full month of it mm-hmm. since resuming it in the uh, new year. Yeah, and uh, feels good. Feels good. It's kind of like when you're you're trying to keep that hitting streak alive, and you, and you get that single yeah, you get up that the middle on your first AB loop single or oh uh, on, the on the first at bat. bat. Yeah, pressure's off. Right, it's good. Feels real good. Yeah, you don't. You're not grinding up there at the dish. 
<laughs> no, it's just your hands are loose. You right. know? It's like right. holding a baby bird. Hold the baby bird. Hold the baby bird. That's right. Is that what you used to coach your kids? Hold it like a baby bird. Hold it like a baby bird. Hold it like a baby bird. They always say that about golf, but I'm just gripping. Oh, yeah. It is. It's it's golf and baseball. Relax. Relax. No, even when they say grip it and rip it, no. Relax and rip it. Can't have tension in your hands. Can't have tension in your hands. Relax and rip it. Relax. 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 You know what? I just thought of a new kind of golf analogy. Uh-huh. Relax and rip it. Relax and rip it. It's kind of like when you get into bed at night and you finally kind of... Yeah. You know. Yeah. Then, yeah. They tend to be a little bit more drawn out. Yeah. Yeah. Just nice and relaxed. Nice relaxed. Right? Because you're not trying to force it. No, no, no. You're just in bed. You're like... Mm. Right? Because yeah. if you're, you know, if you're around work or whatever, you're like, let's get this out fast. Right. Right? And it tends to be, you know, quick. Right. You know, staccato type. But right. Back at home. Let's relax. Let's find a quiet hallway. Stop it. Gotta crop dust the hallway and just keep moving. Far down territory coming up next.